This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast for episode 65 Game week 12, I'm joined by my co-host Steve after a short break. Yes, enjoyable Sam, looking forward to the podcast edition and some interesting updates from the leaderboards. Emails and tweets. Have there been any emails or tweets? Well, funnily enough Sam, would you believe we have had an email, uh, actually a WhatsApp, maybe we need to change this section. From Mr. Ian Race, fresh from another afternoon's racing at Sandown and some winners. He is has been in touch to say he was disappointed that he switched out Calvert-Lewin for Wilson about three hours before the Newcastle COVID game was called off. And of course, Calvert-Lewin scored. Wilson was a DNP, did not play. And I understand that uh, the Newcastle team is going to be decimated again this week. So, uh, bad move from Mr Ian Reese. Keep the emails and tweets coming to us. We welcome all, and indeed, even read some of them. Manager of the Week. Time now for Manager of the Week. It was a high-scoring game week. We had four managers in the 80s, let's talk about Bangers and Mash. They scored 77 points, gone up three places. Reese Urgent Iron, Ian Reese, the man we just were talking about, 81 points, strong effort. And 82 for Mamatra United. Our leader, he is still flying. Evan Weeks, the early season form, Barry Atlas has 84. But uh, our manager of the week is Mr. Al Bowley who has renamed his team Winky Wanderers. And Sam, looking through that, he's gone very early with a triple captain there. Triple captain on De Bruyne. And of course, when you triple captain someone who gets 14 points, you get 42 points. What a great, probably the most successful triple captain so far this season. We'll have to look back through the record box. A lot of his other players just scored one. Abraham, Jota, Lamptey, Ryan. Just one point, but it does show you, doesn't it? You get that treble back and right, place it. You can get 50 points. Yes, very successful week for him with De Bruyne. I also had Salah, who quite a lot of managers I don't think actually have Salah at the moment, but he got 14 points as well. League table. Let's look now at the league table. Uh, we can't, I mean, I can't even mention my own team because I've dropped to a season low 14th. And uh, Ollie Doward was in touch also by WhatsApp to ask if there was a board meeting planned for the specials. Was my position under threat? And the answer is very obviously no. But the top 10. We've got Montmartre in 10th, 627. The Battlers, 638, with 
Maguire's prison pals. Big one, Matthew, Sam's team, stay the same this week with uh, 649, 655 for Ollie Goners, they're down two. Boring, 660, fifth. Resurgent Iron up to fourth, 664. Bailey's Boy Wanderers, great early season form, but now starting to drop, 673. Chili Con Kenny, Tom Warville has 684. Very unusually there, Sam, for a man steeped in the analytics. He has hit the free hit. Your view? Well, yes, there might have been due to the um, Newcastle and Villa game being called off. Could be down to that, but he did well to, to get De Bruyne in on the free hit and captain him. And then Barry's Atlas have, I think, the largest ever lead uh, he's enjoyed. But you do have to wonder, will he manage uh, these chips? Because that's what's let him down in seasons before. And we suspect he will let him down again this year. The One Point Captain Club. Yes, the One Point Captain Club back this week. Pleased to say that not a single manager is a member of that club this week. Talking points. One of the talking points I have this week is there's just so many midfielders to pick from right now in the season. You have Jota, Salah, De Bruyne, Son, Bruno, Grealish. You could even have five of them, but I think four is the optimum amount. Which midfielders do you have? Well, yeah, I mean, interesting you mentioned Grealish, some some, uh, slightly unusual photos surfacing on social media that we won't be talking about. But uh, of those, I've still got Grealish, I've got Salah back this week. I think Fernandes is a must-pick. And I know, I mean, I've got rid of Son a long time ago because I don't like the way that Spurs play. Uh, Controversial, but... Not so much that, actually. I can't justify bringing him back in. I've also got Sterling. He was about to go last week, but that's finally came, came good. And I think he will do well in the United game. Yeah, I have um, Jota, Salah, De Bruyne out of, them, out of them six. I do wish I could get Grealish in in future weeks, though. I think the ones that aren't on penalties are the ones who are most at risk. So for me, Grealish and Sterling are easily, could be, are more vulnerable than Salah and Fernandes because if you're on the penalties, you've got more points. I mean, what was the game last week? Was it De Bruyne? Junior Fulham. He didn't do, he didn't do very much in the game, but of course he does a penalty and then gets loads of points. Another talking point is the congested schedule with loads of games coming up. With some in midweek, you could see players rotated like Jota and Bruno were last game week and could see some players, maybe Salah, who played in midweek, could be rested against Fulham. This is a great point and I think it's less 
now that this European bit has finished. Uh, because these teams were playing twice a week. Uh, I mean, again, you look at Kane, though. He, he was being rested for Europe. And they were playing him in the Premier League. Some of the other big stars is more difficult to call. Sterling and Mahrez. Mahrez was being rested for Europe. But he was playing him in the Premier League. So, I mean, this is where it gets tricky, Sam. I would say you need some of your team to be playing for clubs who are not in Europe, not in the Cup, and who are so good that they have to play every week. For instance, give us an example. Grealish. Kane. You know, Wait. But Kane's in Europe, isn't he? But Gre he doesn't play in Europe. Like he doesn't play in Europe, but Grealish, I'm talking about these clubs who have got no other fixtures, they just concentrate on the league. So Grealish, he's not going to get rested, is he? Realistically. Everton players aren't in... Calvert Lewin, he's not going to get rested. A lot of people have have them. When you get into your Salah, Sterling, those are the sort of players who are will be rested. And De Bruyne is already on the record as saying how tired he is. So my initial strategy at Christmas is always to go for the big clubs because uh, I think this is where fitness and class kind of tends to pay. But this year I'm slightly tweaking it. Yeah. Good points. Game week preview. It's time for the game week preview, and we start uh, not very many hours away. Leeds will be playing the Hammers of United. I have this says 2 1 West Ham. I've got this 2 1 Leeds, so we have a difference of opinion. And in fact, uh, big Patrick Bamford returns to the specials. He was with me at the start, but he's back tonight replacing Timo. Werner. Wolves Villa is 12.30 tomorrow on BT. Yeah, Wolves don't have a striker at the moment, but I still think they'll win this one 1-0. And I have gone for Villa to win this. And scored three goals. Newcastle, West Brom. I think this game is going to go ahead, but I think Newcastle might be without a few players, so I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. Well, I had Newcastle to win, but... Uh... It will be interesting how many of the players are out. United City is the big one at 5.30. Ollie's last game. Well, in, in in the past, a lot of games like these where Ollie's under pressure, United somehow pull out a win and I think they might do the same here. So 2-1 United. I've got City to win this and quite comfortably and it could well be the end of Ollie. Everton at Chelsea. Yeah, Everton's defence not not doing too well recently and Chelsea on superb form I think they'll win this quite comfortably 2-0 Chelsea uh, Everton will score and it will be DCL again Southampton Sheffield United is the midday kickoff that you must not miss I think Sheffield United have had the worst start to a Premier League season out of any team I think so can't really see them winning this one because Southampton are in been doing quite well this season. I think they might win this 3-0. Shock of the week is going to be at the Palace as Palace take on the very highly fancied great media praise for Spurs. But you see this game as no doubt an easy Spurs win, do you, Sam? Well, I think Spurs, they could struggle as Palace have just beaten a team 5-1, even though it's West Brom and... They do like to sit deeper Palace, whereas Spurs prefer to sit deep themselves and play on the counter. So maybe a 1-1 draw. 
Fulham will be playing Liverpool at 4.30. Probably a very high-scoring Liverpool win here. 5-1. Since I got a Liverpool win, big win. Arsenal-Burnley at 7.15. The Arsenal have one of the worst attacks in the league this season and I don't think they'll be able to score past the Burnley defence. So, 1-0 Burnley to pile the pressure on Arteta. Arsenal will win that and return to form. Leicester play Brighton. 2-0 Leicester for me. You can't predict Leicester because they have easy home games on paper and then they lose them. Brighton beat Villa, didn't they, away recently, I think. Although, made that up completely. Uh, the, I'll go um, I'll go a narrow Leicester win there. Of course, all the games finishing on Sunday because we've got a big midweek fixture list coming up because it's Christmas. Qualis pater, talis filius. Yes, it's very close in the head-to-head league. Uh, narrow victory for you, Sam. I think it takes you 6-5 in front. I'm just pleased, though, still to be in the contest because at this stage last season, you had won 8 out of 8. Big one, Matthew. Big one, Matthew. This week, the player who is going to go big, I think it will be Raheem Sterling at United. My team, your team. Talk us through the changes you've made, Sam. Well, I had to get rid of Ziyech, who is injured for two weeks, I think. And I decided to bring in Jota, who has Fulham. And Jota didn't play against Wolves, so that does make me think that he will probably play versus Fulham. But apparently, earlier today, Jurgen Klopp said that Jota is a... He has a knock, I think, which is a bit of a worry, so... Have to see if he starts. Yeah. So what? I did you have made changes? You have Jota. Fazit. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. The uh, I've made two changes. Salah is in for Mares and Bamford returns for Werner. Uh, pretty strong. Pretty strong. I think. I think I have to do Captain Salah this week, even if he, there is a small chance that he's rested. Even 45 minutes against Fulham, I'd back him to score. Yeah, same with me, Salah, captain for me, uh, definitely this week. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes' time allowed. Three minutes' time allowed. Oh, so that completes another game week. Sam, we have. The most exciting thing this weekend, which is a return to the home of football, Kenilworth Road, two twenty tomorrow, providing we pass the morning COVID inspection. Yeah, looking forward to it. And it's Preston at home. Your prediction? Two 0 Luton win. It'll be a big win, because now the top supporters are back. Goals are guaranteed. Until the next time, we wish you many hundreds of points. Goodbye, everyone. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.
A very Merry Christmas from everyone at Luton Digital.